Welcome to Genius Leadership Podcast, where we discuss how to overcome everything as a leader. I'm your host, Anna Liebel, a mind shifter, helping male leaders in tech get out of the firefighting mode, become the proactive leaders they want to be, and enjoy the ride as they go. Join me every week for honest, insightful conversations with corporate, entrepreneurial, and academic leaders. We discuss their roller coaster ride of leading from their zone of genius and when they don't. If you find this show valuable, please subscribe and share it so that more of us can live a healthier and happier life. Now, let's get into the episode. You need to slow down or you need to pause. You might hear quite often as the entrepreneur from the others. But what does it mean to pause? When would it be possible for you and how can it look like depending on which stage of growth your company is at? This is what I discuss with Garda Stefansson, CEO of Good Good, which is a fastest growing jam brand in the US, but it is an Icelandic startup. Tune in, listen, reflect, and enjoy. See you on the other side. Garda, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's, uh, it's the first time I'm doing it in a podcast studio in the office of the people. So that's a fascinating first time for me. Um, how about you? Have you been doing external interviews here in your home studio? No, not in our home studio, but uh, we've done it via computer and stuff, you know, and are just desks. But this is the first thing, but I'm glad that we're using this. We invested in the studio and it should be used more, in my opinion. Maybe you should invite different uh, ent- entrepreneurs and uh, content creators in Iceland to use it. There are not that many studios here, if I as a podcaster know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have, we have. But uh, I mean, this is, we created this by our, you know, our own. So it's maybe it's not the best technologically, but we just wanted to start. And we just wanted to share, you know, our content out there and just be educational. And uh, yeah, I mean, you're in here. It doesn't look like it's... Uh, it's absolutely not million dollar studio. I can tell you that it's uh, it's it's a shoestring budget, and it's just a start for us. And uh, yeah, we're just glad that we have it. I've seen backstage of a couple of different podcast studios or a recording with video, and it always looks like that. <laughs> it is messy outside of the camera frame. So and kudos to you for doing the imperfect action. Right, that's all what entrepreneurship is about: iterating, starting, getting going, learning in the process, and improving. So. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, what we try to implement here always. Hey, just, you know, do it, try it out. It's okay to fail and just repeat and do it a little bit better each time. So, yeah. You're showing it by example. That's great. So I wanted to discuss with you the term that I read on your LinkedIn profile in one of the posts, and that was a recovering workaholic. And recovering, you even put in the parentheses. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So tell me when you understood that you were a workaholic. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I put it in a parenthesis because, I mean, I think uh, workaholic is is quite hard in terms of you're always at work and and trying to achieve something. Uh, But the key here is that, I mean, entrepreneurs, in my opinion, actually never, you know, check out, to be honest. It's a 24-hour work. You dream about it, you know. So it's, uh, I think uh, it's a little bit different in that sense but it's just so important to be aware of you know you need to check out uh, you need to stop and reflect and just like uh, check out the work every now and then just so you don't burn out and burnout is a serious threat for every uh, you know people who is working 
for every people who was under pressure anywhere. And specifically, entrepreneurs and, and, and team members who are working for startups and uh, growth companies, that the pressure is uh, immense and uh, the demand for to succeed it is is everywhere. So it's uh, I think it's just key to keep everyone balanced is to remind yourself and everyone around you that hey uh, it's 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 quite dangerous to work that crazy amount of time uh, without taking a break every now and then so so for me that is what i mean by recovering workaholic in a sense that hey i know that i can put too much work in and you know i need to stop thinking about work and checking out just to get an outside perspective on myself as a person and you know and that's uh, that's uh, that's a key thing and i try to you know implement that throughout the team you know it's healthy to take a time off i want to go a bit deeper on what you said in the beginning of the answer that entrepreneurs never check out so that sounded like a nature and i hear it from a lot of successful entrepreneurs that it is just the the feature of the mind that you're always thinking about your business because you're so passionate about it, about implementing this idea, building the company, creating the culture within and so on. But then you started talking about checking out. So is it about going against your nature somehow? Or what are we talking about here when, when you say about checking out? I'm talking about uh, perspective most of the time. I mean, if you are constantly in the hamster wheel and trying to grind your way or like trying to work your way through a set of certain problems. Entrepreneurship is about solving problems. You lose perspective. You're focused on, you know, the hamster wheel and keeping it going. Uh, instead of checking out, going out of the hamster wheel, taking a look at it from a 360 degree angle and just really digging deep in maybe something is broken with the wheel that you can fix and, and then you can go right at it, you know. So it's just about perspective and checking out means mentally just going out of certain circumstances, uh, doing something else. That's key thing, you know, not business oriented, just like, you you know, meet with friends, play a computer game, go on a hike or even herd sheep. I mean, that's just a thing that you need to do to see, okay, maybe the process that I'm currently fixed on isn't the right one and I need to change these tiny details here to move to the next steps. And I think that's the key thing. You know, it's it's always about moving forward. You know, it's it's entrepreneurship is just a circle of processes. You know, you get into a certain point and then you start in the beginning. And then you do it again. And it's just like it's important to reflect what have you done up till now? How can I do it better? And so forth. I love the analogy of fixing the wheel. When you step out of it and you actually examine the wheel itself, uh, I think it's very good uh, visual for uh, what you're talking about here. So if I uh, summarize it, it's, it's really about shifting the activities and it's not about trying to stop your mind think to think about your business. You're still thinking about it, but just in a different setting, in a different context, and that gives you a fresher and more holistic perspective or more outside perspective. Absolutely. And that's that's what I mean. You know, it's like, Try not to think about it because it gives you that you can plug out. But I mean, at least plug out of your emails, your phone, and you know all the various website tools and uh, business intelligence that are out there just to have a breather and just like okay, you know. But I mean, you never check out. Basically, it's really hard to do that. 
But when it happens, it's a bliss, I can tell you. So it's, it's nice to, it's just, it's just like hitting a reset button on a computer. It's just like you start fresh. And that's also important because, you know, you need to be passionate about your business. That's what you said. It's about passion. And if the passion diminishes or even, you know, disappears, then why are you doing what you're doing? So why, you know, so it's so important to nurture that passion. And because that's going to bring you hopefully where you want to go. Yeah, I talk about stepping up uh, out of the problem. And I didn't come up with that uh, term, but we talk a lot about that with my clients. When you are feeling stuck and you you are spinning your wheels, mental wheels, uh, thinking about what to do here, it's very important to really relocate yourself physically. Go wash a cup after your coffee. Go for a walk if you can allow yourself and so on and so forth. And then your mind comes up with the solutions. And that's what you're talking about. And that's why you're going for hikes and herding ships, uh, sheep, right? And you you have been posting about that. And I love that perspective that you bring on your profile on LinkedIn so that more founders see that yeah, it's possible. And actually it helps you to succeed in your business in a sustainable long-term way. So thanks for that. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's vital. It's absolutely vital to, to do that. When did you understand that? Uh, well, it's uh, trial and error. I mean, I'm a serial entrepreneur. This is my third venture. So a lot of mistakes happened to the way. And, you know, I, I basically understood it when my mental health just became a, a priority for me, that it's not something you should take as granted. You know what I mean? And you, you are not a superhuman being. You cannot go on forever. And if you think that, then you are on the wrong path. And it's just important that that to step out, you know, no matter what the circumstances are, panic mode, problematic mode, or just like you can also be super excited about huge opportunities. It's really important just to step out, reflect and make decision, not in panic mode. And, and that's just something I learned during, you know, on, on the way there, you know, when I say uh, it's healthy to step, you know, out of circumstances and plug out, I'm not saying you shouldn't work crazy hard. I'm just saying you should take a pause and, and then get into the ring again and just do your best. You know, it's like, you know, that's what I'm saying, basically. A lot of entrepreneurs, when they hear about that, um, get the fear, if I start pausing, I'll lose the momentum or I'll just sit down on the couch and never get up again. I'll lose all my ambition and those kind of things. What would you say? How would you address that? I understand it 100%. But what I'm saying is that, I mean, you need the perspective to make the right decision, if you're constantly in a panic mode, and basically the questions that you asked as you know, in the perspective of an entrepreneur, if I stop, then, then, then I will fail. I mean, you're basically in panic mode if you're there. You know, it's uh, it's super important to just like pause. And I'm not talking about stopping. I'm just talking about take a break and and you know reflect. And it's just like as important as you're studying for a test in school if you are studying straight from eight o'clock in the evening to five o'clock in the morning, and then you go to the test. I mean, you will not perform as well, in my opinion, than if you prepared a couple of, you know, of course, during the whole semester, but specifically a couple of days before in planning. And I think that's equally important when I talk about life balance. When you are at work, those dedicated hours, you should be protective as much as you can and just use those hours to get things done, you know, and, and then remember, you know, if there are, if there are hard days work, I mean, 
you can't check out. You earned it. You know what I mean? It's 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 that what I'm I'm saying. And and I think you know that is the thing as well with the, the workaholic syndrome is like you know if you spend like sixteen hours a day working on a specific topic, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're as productive as you would spend eight hours a day on the same topic. And that is, uh, I just think it's super important that, you know, set the time schedule, be, you know, mindful about how you spend your time. And that's that you can plan for. And then you can get the best out of the hours the entire day and, you know, not mess your mental health uh, in the process. So... So how were the first steps for you when you decided, okay, I need to take pauses more in my life to get back to balance, to get out of the panic mode? Can you give us practical examples of how can that pause look like if you are beginning, stepping on the path of recovering workaholic? Yeah, it depends on where you are in the process. I mean, if you're just a, a, a sole member or a super small team, like one or two people, then it's quite hard, you know. But then you just have to be mindful of delegating the right task. At the same time, the pressure is not as much because if you're only one and two, you are, I mean, the business demand is not as high as when you grow the company, the team grows bigger. But a really good thing for me is like when you grow and you get to that point uh, of having a team is like, get the right people on board, you know, who are there to make you a better entrepreneur and are talented and more smarter than you in certain fields and hire those people, make sure the communications are right and and that you get along with those people business-wise, professionally and personally. And I think that's the key thing. As soon as you get the right people on board that you trust for making the right decision because they are the experts in their fields, then you can surely take a vacation sometimes you know and just like get out of the game as i say but i think that's the, the key thing and just being there to support those talented people you have on your team you know help them succeed in their task and 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 then you're basically you know a supporting aid to to these amazing people you have but but that's that's the, my recommendation when you grow bigger but uh, in the beginning it's harder to check out to be honest, I mean, it's so exciting the, the you know, everything is just new and you're opening up so many doors, but still you need to, need to check out every, every now and then if you can, but how did you do it in the beginning? Your first trial and error attempts? Yeah. I mean, first off, I just designated a certain time that I would not be answering my emails. And, uh, uh, that was a key thing for me. I tried to, I planned vacations, you know. Uh, far ahead. So I tried to get everything cleaned out before. And then I just explained to our key partners and stakeholders that uh, I was taking time off and I needed a break. And But I will be reachable if there's something absolutely necessary. And uh, I'll be, you know, dedicating maybe a couple of hours to work through some emails or communications or, or whatever in that sense. So you, you could not plug out completely. It's basically... Now, the first time in my entrepreneurial career that I could, you know, check out from the modern world, I went into this fjord in the west fjords of Iceland, uh, Reykjavörður. There was no mobile connection or anything. I went there for five days. I was super scared, you know, that the company would burn. But I was just glad that I, when I came back, it was just doing amazing well, you know, and and that's that's the goal you should do. I mean, you should create the company uh, so you are not uh, essential for it, you know, to survive. 
And that's that's entrepreneurship for me is to, you know, deliver, I mean, successful ideas built on successful companies and uh, companies that are built uh, by the entrepreneurs should always, you know, focus on not making them the essential piece in the business. It's more like they're, you're creating your own, you know, they should be, have life of their own to solve this problem you see that's in the world uh, so, so they can continue without yourself. You can, you, you are holding the vision, the big picture, right? And you're, you're the passion and the drive for the team. And uh, yeah, you shouldn't be irreplace, irreplaceable. That's not a good sign if you are. No, exactly. And you plan to plant those ideas with your teammates and, you know, and they will take it further. You know, it's, uh, and that's the key, you know, it's like, we are here. This is what we're changing. This is how the world is going to be a better place after we implement the change. And get everyone on board, you know, and just create a good culture within, you know, it's okay to fail. I often try to say, you know, fail in the small scale, it's, but it's, it's okay. You know, it's just a part of being human and learning. That's how we most learn of, you know, that's how we, we learn basically is like you fall off your bike a couple of times before you learn how to, you know, ride the bike. So, and same a place, you know, when we are adults and professional is like, We are not perfect by design, you know, we, we, we can improve and become really, really great, but it's going to take a couple of failures, uh, repeat, repeated, you know, actions. And then, you know, we become better in what we're doing. You mentioned that you, uh, it was scary or you had to communicate this, that you were taking a break uh, and checking out. Uh, and that was the first time now in, in your whole career and entrepreneurial career that you communicated that out to stakeholders. How was that process and um, how was the response from the stakeholders and what were the steps before that? How did you prepare the foundation for, for that communication to land in a better way? Yeah, I mean, it's all about communication and having the right people on board. So I went on to a, a smaller vacation before. I actually had internet and mobile phone on that just to check and it just went really good. I mean, uh, we think it's important here, good, good, that uh, when you're on holiday, you're on holiday. I mean, it's just, uh, that's how we want you, you know, we want you to plug out and, and, and feel better about where you're going and, and, and come back, you know, fully uh, nurtured and willing to work. Uh, and that applies as well for me, you know, as the, the CEO of the company. So, so if you're not practicing what you preach, I mean, uh, then there's a problem. And I mean, it was, it's totally understood. I just had great people behind me and stakeholders that are, aware that it's important for us. It's a part of our value as a company. So preparations and, you know, with a plan of action, if something happens, then this is the plans that needed to put in, in motion. And it's, it's, it's about just good planning. That's, that's the key. I don't have a, a big team and uh, it's uh, all part-time contractors, but I, I had this uh, moment now when I took the whole August off and traveled with my family. And at the same time, I was, I just, just in the end of July, I hired someone, uh, a web developer to uh, completely redo my webpage. And I was talking to one of my coaches uh, saying that, yeah, I'll, I'll have to work on that uh, now and then. So I need to check in. And he was like, no, you're not doing that. Uh, take Christina from your team. She's really good and she's getting your brand so she can do the structure and help Ivan. And I can be there on the content side because I'm coaching you on brand building and so on. And It was scary to let go, but I didn't check in at all for the whole month. And it was such a beauty to see that I can actually trust my team, but I needed my coach to tell me that even though I am 
coaching my clients to do the same in their companies. So we all need this kind of support system um, and do mistakes now and then. To wrap up, Gardar, what is the learning that you feel like you wish someone who would have helped you learn earlier or maybe not to avoid some mistake that you have done or or to pay lower price for for getting to where you are right now with your life balance with how you are as a leader um, building the company yeah it's a great great question i be basically this podcast is uh, me talking about you know uh, checking out is important and i mean i received that advice as well uh, as a starting entrepreneur you know there's a lot of people coming to me what's out burnouts are real and i was like young and and dumb, you know, and just like, uh, no, it doesn't apply to me. I can't get things done. And I think that was my mistake of being a little bit too cocky. And I think that uh, made me do some mistakes, you know, uh, during my process as an entrepreneur. But at the same thing is, you know, same, you know, other side of the coin is, of course, you need to make mistakes. You need to burn yourself. You need to figure out where you're going, but just like, my key thing is uh, during this entire process and of this roller coaster ride, which is, is it's just like, you know, uh, mind the people that are closest to you. You know, they are your core, your family, uh, and your, your good friends. You know, keep them close, show them that you respect them, and show them that they are your friends and tell them that. You know, so, so those supporters that are with you the whole way communicate to them, you know, uh, where you're going, communicate about your failures, communicate about your success and tell them they're important in your life. And I think that's uh, the advice is like your closest friends and families, don't take them for granted. Uh, They are there and they are your core. And no matter the mistakes you make, big or small, you know. I think it's a beautiful thought to finish on. Thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Genius Leadership Podcast. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the subscribe button. Please rate, review, and share to help more people discover the show and become the better leaders. For more conversations about living in your zone of genius, connect with me on LinkedIn. Genius Leadership is an honors conversation about leading yourself and others. And it is my honor to be a guide in overcoming everything.